Hello, my dear church listeners, welcome back to St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. Well, if the last podcast episode was called The Ukrainian Struggle, and I talked about how me and my students are struggling to get any results here, how I went on seven first dates without any results. And well, in this podcast episode, everything has changed within one week. Me and the students total have six, six lays here. So, and we've been pretty much crushing the city. So in this podcast episode, I'll tell you the stories and I'll tell you what me and the students had to change in our game, what we had to learn to start getting real results here. Uh, so, if after listening to this podcast, you think, oh my God, that city sounds amazing. What those guys learned from Robert sounds amazing. I want to learn that stuff too. Well then... Bad news and good news. Bad news is I'm fully booked until the until early September for coaching, but I'll be back in this country, maybe even this city, in early September, and I will have three coaching spots here. So if you want one of the spots, then just let me know. Send me an email to Robert at Saint-Robert.blog. It is Robert at strobert.blog. And in October, I am going probably to Spain. I'm not really sure yet. I'm actually learning Spanish to get better results for Spanish-speaking girls. So, and if you want to join me in Spain, then also just send me an email. I'll send you more information and we'll talk about what we can get done. But now, let's start talking about what changed here and what led, what, what led us from fucking struggling to getting all these lays. So uh, let's let's do it like this. Uh, I have a bunch of notes written down about this podcast and about all the stories on my phone. So I'll just go through them. In the beginning, I'll tell you the stories, what happened, the lays I got, the lay, and a bit about the students' lays. Uh, and then later, I'll talk about the four core frame control principles that I used here to change uh, to change. Uh, the communication with girls and to make sure I'm not wasting my time with girls that I know will not sleep with me. So, uh, and then at the end, uh, I'll go over the questions that guys in the day game church telegram group chat asked. And there were some really, really good questions that I was surprised to receive. So I'll go over those at the end. Uh, so I was really turning into a sexually frustrated sex tourist let's let's call it like that because I, I went on seven first dates and and they went nowhere and they were just really good girls and i i, I got really really pissed off uh so i did several things number one is i decided to simply get laid with kinky girls fast using online dating that's how pissed off i was i went on two dates uh, first girl didn't really look like the pictures so i went on a date i was a complete dick on a date <laughs> just something i don't I'm not saying I can't control it. I just don't want to control it. If you don't look like your pictures, I'm going to be a dick about it. So, uh, and then I went on another date with, with a great chick, a little bit kinky, uh, got the lay on the first date, but uh, it's online. So let's not talk about it. It doesn't count, uh, whatever. Uh, but then actually right after that, on the next day, I got my first day game lay, and on the day after that, I got my first uh, day game lay here with a really, really hot chick. Also, first one was with a beautiful chick, and then the next one was with a really stunner. I was surprised about how stunning she looked when she showed up on a date, because on the street she didn't look that good. She looks, she still looked good, but not the way that like, she looked at a date. Uh, so on the previous podcast, I told, I told about the artist girl who went to Montenegro for a week and uh, she 
was pretty much pretty into me. Uh, she loved texting. She was sending me texts. She was sending me voice messages. She was sending me videos every day. And even a hot picture of her laying in a bed in underwear while she was working. Um, when she was back in, in this city, we met on the first day when she was back. And honestly, the rest is history. The only lesson from, from that uh, experience was if they like you, it will be clear and it's really up to you to fuck it up. That's that's definitely the thing here. Uh, for example, texting. Let's talk about texting and how it applies to texting. Uh, texting in Ukraine is extremely, extremely simple. I usually just send, I send a feeler. Uh, I send one ping, I send one more ping the next day. And if they respond well to one or two pings, I just date request, date request. And most of the time they will accept the date request. And, and if not, well, I'll leave them alone for a day, ping one or two more pings, date request again, delete the number, forget about her if she doesn't uh, come out after the second date request. But really, you don't have to do several days of pinging. In many, many cases, I do send a date request on the same day I got the number, which is a big no-no in any other country. This is the only country where I've seen where texting is like this. So you really kind of have to fuck it up somehow for, 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 for it to not work out. It doesn't mean that every number will convert to date. Not at all. That is definitely not the case. You will still get numbers that flake. You will still get numbers that don't come out. But the better your game gets, the more those numbers will respond, the more they'll come out. Um, one thing that, that is different here from other places, if they have a boyfriend, that actually means something here. In other countries, like at the end of the set, they say, yeah, I have a boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll send you a text. You can choose to press accept or block or, and then call the police and say, oh, Robert, send me a text. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, here, if they have a boyfriend, they're most likely not coming out. Uh, you might send a feeler, but... She, she's probably not coming out. So, so the thing is, if they like you here, they will come out. They'll be super happy to come out. So that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, is it easy to get them to like you? Uh, no, but we'll talk more about that at the end of the podcast. Uh, day game still is really hard here. Here it's really different. I asked student who I'm coaching for five days. Yesterday I coached him for the second day. And before we started coaching, I asked him in the morning, so dude, what do you think about Ukraine? How's day game here? Is it tough? Like, because it seemed like you're taking it kind of a lot of positive. It's, oh yes, it's, it's so much harder than I thought. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, because he was, he was getting blowouts, 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 blowouts day one. Day two, guy was starting to run some decent sets, even did, uh, even did the set with Google Translate with a chick that didn't speak English, started getting some numbers, and then he was super frustrated when his first number didn't agree on a date request. So you have to understand, even though you're starting to get some numbers, yeah, it will take some time until those numbers aren't flaky and until they start actually coming out with you on the date and now uh let's talk about the interesting story i told you about the really hot chick so i was coaching a student i did a demo i saw this uh, very beautiful girl with a lot of tattoos kind of re rebellious looking you know like the type i like like i like either very princessy ones or or kind of rebellious uh type uh when I'm closing her, uh, she doesn't use Telegram, WhatsApp, Instagram, any texting apps. Uh, and for whatever reason, even though I have a Ukrainian SIM card, I cannot send a text. Like my iPhone just doesn't understand something and I can't send text to Ukrainian numbers. Oh, actually to any numbers. So I can't text her. And at the end, in the end, I have to call her. And what happens? I call her, uh, I call her one day. 
uh, I try to set up a date. She can. She says, I'll be free after Saturday. And I say, oh, I'll call you Saturday. And I, I don't call her Saturday because like, I was out with friends. I was coaching. I was busy doing stuff. And I thought, oh, my, probably she forgot. Who cares? And then Sunday, five-ish on a Sunday, she calls me and is like, hey, what are you up to today? And it's like, oh, nothing. Like, we can go for a drink. She's like, oh, yeah, like one and a half, give me one and a half, two hours. And uh, she texts me. She calls me like maybe like two, two and a half hours later. And she's coming. Uh, we meet. She shows up and she looked good on the street. But when she showed up, she was a stunner. Uh, all those tattoos. Yes, of course, that's nice. But makeup, hair done. See black suit with top, nice tits, fucking incredibly, incredibly good. Um, so uh, she doesn't drink, so we go to one bar. I, I get a drink, she gets some kind of a lemonade, soft drink, something like that. We go to a park, we walk around the park, and it's very typical here. There are many beautiful parks, so a lot of dates actually include walks in the parks. This is basically like a local standard, Every, everyone just go somewhere and then goes for a walk in the park. <laughs> uh, we were walking in the park, but uh, we decided to go somewhere else. She was hungry as well, so that, oh, like, let's go Let's go to some place, whatever. Like, we found a place that's open, uh, uh, really amazing venue. Uh, didn't know about it before. She showed me this venue, so we go there. I have a, like a, uh, like a bottle of Coke. She has some tea. She has some food. She ends up paying for everything which was really nice, which is something I actually found very many girls do in Serbia. They even insisted on paying for the first drink, not, not the second one. Uh, in general here, I would expect, I'm, I'm expecting to pay for all of the drinks, first venue, second venue, any venue, whatever we go, I usually pay for the chicks, I'm not really, I don't really care. Uh, and, and it's cheap anyways, just make sure you don't take, don't take them to expensive places. But with this chick, I had a really great connection. I, I didn't think she's trying to get anything out of me. And in general, don't think that chicks are trying to get anything out of you. They're not, in most cases, maybe in, in, in more stereotypically sugar baby cities like maybe Kiev. That happens a lot if you are in your 40s and you go out with young chicks uh, who are of Eastern European heritage and you're in places like New York or other bigger cities in New York. Yes, sometimes they'll try to get something out of you, so make sure you don't let them do that. But in general, in these in these places, if you're not in a capital city of Ukraine in Kiev, you don't really have to worry about it. I've had zero experiences where she, where she was trying to get anything out of me. So we're on this date, and she's very sexually open, which is quite kind of super surprising for Ukraine because this place is uh, very very traditional. This is, uh, I would say, even maybe more traditional than Serbia in some ways, and on the surface level. But when you get to know them, oh my God, they're like fairly fairly kinky fairly crazy uh, i'm actually trying to seed some ideas for threesomes here the chicks so let's see whether whether that happens i, I want to set up maybe some little party or something like that um so she's very sexually open but uh, for various reasons she doesn't really like uh sex anymore she, she said she hasn't wanted sex for a year like she hasn't got a case where she actually wanted it really hard she has had it but wasn't really enjoying it says she can't really do it anymore so i think okay like this is not gonna happen but uh we finished the drinks and i offer to walk her home at least we're going the same direction and uh at the point where i would go to my place i ask how far do you leave just like oh, 10 minutes or here and we're like okay like i'll walk you home just so that like you know it's kind of like late and uh, let's make sure you get home safely and we stop at a grocery store she grabs a non-alcoholic champagne some some snacks whatever 
And I walk her to her place, and when we are at the outside, the, kind of like the front door of the building, she's like, well, are you are you walking me to the front door or the department door? I'm like, well, that sounds like an invitation. She's like, oh, yeah, I can walk to the department door. And when we are at the apartment door, she just kind of says, oh, if you want to try non-alcoholic champagne, I'm like, wait, what? They are sure I'll try non-alcoholic champagne? And I'm being super surprised because she... She seemed on when we talked, but but when it came to anything sexual, she did not seem that on. Um, so we are at the apartment and we're talking a lot. And we're talking deeply about about many interesting, many good subjects. And I decide, fuck it. Like, and she she's doing most of the talking. I'm just listening. And I thought, okay, this is enough talking. I just I'm just gonna go for the kiss. So. My phone was charging behind her. We're sitting at a table. It's like there's like one chair, second chair, table in the middle. We're sitting across from each other. Just like I tried to move to the sofa, she didn't go for it. And I go. My phone is charging behind her, behind her on, on like a kitchen counter. I, I go look at my phone, and then I walk up from her behind. I kind of grab her hair and just kind of go for the kiss. She goes for it, but I feel she's not really comfortable with it. And we actually spoke about it later, and and she said that. She doesn't really enjoy kissing uh, unless it's during sex. But then again, like for her, getting to sex is like a really big thing, which doesn't happen too often, and she doesn't really enjoy it. And but when she kind of when the sparks kind of start flying, then she, oh yeah, like she she loves kissing. Uh, so we talk about sex a bit, about how she has had several bad experiences. If you know, if you if you know what I mean, uh, one thing she has a problem, but she can say no. Uh, so she might even pretend she wants it. She might even pretend she likes it. When and when a guy tries, she has problems saying no because of bad ex- experiences in the past, and she can't uh, she can't reach an orgasm. And I, I tell her, well, <laughs> I know a few things you can, you can do to, to actually learn to reach an orgasm. There are actually three things I know she can do, and I've experimented with all of them. One is something she does on her own, and two other things is something I can do to her to, to say, to kind of see whether we can get her to that point. And actually, at one point, I say, let's have an experiment. So you enjoy everything else, most likely, uh, but you don't really, you're, you're not, you, you, you're not sure, really sure you want sex. So let's make a deal. We will explore each other's bodies, however we want, however we feel like we want to do it. Um, we, uh, we can do whatever we want. We can stop at any moment. We don't have to do, we don't have to continue. As soon as you don't feel okay, stop. And, and I said, and let's make a deal. I will not even try having sex with you unless you explicitly ask me to. And she's like, oh, she starts thinking. She starts thinking. Ask, well, what do you think about this offer? Like, and she's like, oh, that's that's actually interesting. It's like, okay, like let's go. And she like, she goes take a shower, comes out in, uh, I think only a t-shirt, like not even underwear, not even panties, and, and okay, I take her to the bed uh, and uh, we explore each other's bodies for maybe like an hour. Before I waited for her to say it, I, I really said, wait, I told you I'm not going to do it before you ask me to do it. So if you want to, tell me. I, I'm not going to do anything unless you ask me to. She said, yes, come on, do it, do it. And we had a very beautiful day. It actually was beautiful just because of this experience, taking her through this journey where she hasn't enjoyed sex for a very long time. Uh, she hasn't wanted, actually, she doesn't really wanted anyone for a very long time. And having this 
logical experiment, which we logically agreed upon. That's that's what makes the story interesting. It was a very logical conversation. It was a very logical offer. It wasn't anything like, oh, baby, mm. I was like, hey, let's make this experiment. Let's see how that works. And, and is it something you should try to repeat? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say because... It's like a, it's kind of like a weird thing. Like it would be like if, if this is the first time I've offered anything like that, but it just felt like the right thing to do. It felt super calibrated. That's why I went for it. I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's a bad idea. But it seemed to work out. But it was a really beautiful experience. I uh, I don't think it's a good thing to try if you don't have uh, I don't know maybe thirty day game lays under your belt. Uh, just because you have to be really, really calibrated to understand when that sounds like an amazing idea, when that sounds really, really, really freaky. Uh, so that was a very, very beautiful experience. Uh, so these are my day game lays. Uh, as for the leads I had, most of them are gone. Some understood that and said, oh, well, I think we want different things. And I was like, oh, okay, we'll talk about what I did to filter girls and how I actually made them say those things. I pushed I pushed the limits a little bit to make sure that they kind of understand what's going on. And then I, I, I basically maybe made it very easy for them to, to tell me to fuck off because I really didn't want to waste my time. Uh, when it comes to students, actually student of mine uh, was first guy to get a lay here like way before me i think it was like the first or the second date he went on and he got a day game lay where i had to go on like eight day game dates <laughs> to get more like seven or eight day game dates to get my yeah i had to go on eight first day game dates to get my first day game lay here i don't know maybe my students have better game than me uh, they have overgrown the, the teacher or however you want to call it and uh, and then arby a guy I'm filming, so a guy I'm coaching here, Arby, he, I'm coaching, I'm filming a video about how I'm coaching him here, so so that's going to be on YouTube later, and so it's it's him and another guy, and this other guy, let's name, let's not name, let's, let's call him Mr. E, he doesn't want his name to be out, and uh, he posts in our small chat, that we have this, it's called July Pussy Hunters chat, <laughs> And he he, he messages there, it's like, hey, I got a plus one, yay. And, uh, and Arby says, oh, I got mine a few hours ago too. And we're like, oh my God, oh my God. Like everyone is getting, everyone is getting day game lays. Everyone is fucking getting success. Uh, so uh, somewhere in this podcast, there will be a video clip where Arby is telling his story about his, uh, about his uh, experience here and about his day game lay. And last night, Mr. E posted in the chat that he got another day game lay here. So, Mr. E has two lays, RB has one day game lay here, and another student has one day game lay here. And I, so far, have two. Uh, from the old leads, I, I still have the Punk Chick as the lead. The Punk Chick is coming over to my place tonight around 8.30 and... Uh, I, I gave her kind of I gave her the talk, which uh, actually yeah let's let's start talking about it. Let's start talking about the talk and, and other things I did here. Uh, so I told you I had to change. I had to do four things here. To I had to there are four frame control things I did here to start getting better results. And uh, let's call them let's call them filtering. You can kind of call it filtering if I thought they were fairly boring, whether that was on the street, 
uh, or whether that was on a texting. Uh, I did one thing. I I added them on Instagram afterwards. Well, once we were already texting. And my Instagram, if you haven't seen my Instagram, uh, it has several role pictures. It has uh, like burly dressed chicks sitting on the lap on a beach in, in Mexico and play docker man. So it has some spicier photos. And I, I added girls on Instagram so they would see my photos. And then they would, some of them, I think, didn't come out because they saw all of that stuff. And if you haven't seen my Instagram, then if you are on a mailing list, uh, or if you're not, just go to strobert.blog, this is strobert.blog, and fill the form on the website, and you'll be on a mailing list. And in the welcome email, you will get several links. You will get a link to join our Telegram third group chat, where we have more than 200 guys from all over the world. And you will also get a link to my Instagram. So you can check out the photos I post there uh, for my travels, but uh, well, mostly those there are a few bondage pictures, there are a few kinkier pictures, and those pictures work really good if you want to filter out the boring girls. Actually, depending on the country I'm at, I might archive those pictures, so hide them from my Instagram feed, or I might uh, publish them again, like I kind of might, might sh show them or hide them from my profile, just because in some countries I don't really want to scare the girls away, <laughs> whereas here I decided I want to filter them, I want to get rid of the ones that are super boring, uh, so I started doing that. Another thing I started doing is uh, when we were doing going for third dates, I would set the third date at my place, even though I knew it's a fast for them, it's not really comfortable for them. With one chick, I, I even tried to set up the second date at my uh, the second date at my place. Uh, again, why? Because I thought she's too much of a good girl. She's a time waster, and I just wanted to pull the trigger and kind of like, okay, you're either doing this or you're coming to my place. And I, and I knew when I suggested the date request to my place, I knew she would 90% say no, and she said no. And that's one way you kind of filter out the time wasters. You set up the third dates at your place. Uh, you always, so, that, so that's the second thing, third dates at your place, it's really important, even if you know that it's too fast for them. Uh, third thing is escalate see whether she goes for escalation and if she doesn't don't waste time on her uh, i escalate physically here mostly on the first dates not always but mostly i'll do some physical escalation on the first dates i might go try to go for the kiss i might not try to go for the kiss uh, when we're waiting for something let's say her boss i might try to hug her from behind see how she reacts to that she doesn't react too well that's fine it's her problem i don't i don't care i want to show what i'm interested in and then if she wants to hang around, she can. And the girls who weren't comfortable with the touching, they usually didn't come out on a second date. So filter out them on the first date. I was actually also doing shorter first dates if I thought that it's not really worth it. Uh, or if I thought they're good girls and I'm not going to get delay on the first date, I was, I was doing shorter first dates with the idea, why would I waste more time? <laughs> I can then go on a second date and, and maybe I would have like two hour long first date, maybe a little bit longer, and then uh, uh, go on a second date. Um, and the fourth thing I had to change, I, I was calling them out when, when it was necessary. So uh, let's say the punk girl, uh, I just asked her after the, after, she didn't go for the kiss. On the first date, she didn't go for the kiss on the second date. And when I tried to kiss her on the second date, she made, like, her 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 expression on her face was, like, so pissed off. And I was like, well, okay, well, fuck you. I'm not seeing you again. Because I, I don't really, like, it's not what I'm after. After uh, I'm, I'm filtering, 
And then, but she she texted me the next morning with a selfie and, and super positive and like texting a lot. And then I asked her, hey, if 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 I invite you out again, will you be just as shy and dis and uncomfortable with me? And she just said, oh no, I'm 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 feeling really good with you. I'm really relaxed, really really comfortable with you. It's it's really amazing. And I said, well, like you didn't seem too comfortable the last times when we were at our place. And she just said, oh, yeah, yeah it's fine. Uh, I know what you want, but there are some circumstances why. We, we we can't do it right now, and I, I think she is, she she was saying she's in her period or whatever. Uh, I'm seeing her today for a third time, and and well, let's see how she reacts. If if she still reacts like this, and I don't expect, I don't think she will. But if she still reacts like this, then well, I ain't got time for this. I, I only have enough free evenings to rest from day game and dates because I have dates here almost every evening. Um, I'm even trying to double book in some evenings. For example, tonight I have two dates set up. Uh, one is with a beautiful Ukrainian model who lived in China for four years and now is here for a bit. Another is with, with the punk chick who's coming to my place around 8.30. Uh, so these were the four most important frame control things that I had to do here. So you had to escalate faster, you have to filter out for uh, with who you want to waste your time and with who you don't want to waste your time. But the good news is if they like you, they like you, Don't you don't really have to worry about anything. And now uh, let's go over the questions that uh, that you guys sent me in the Telegram church group chat when I, once I posted there and told you to send uh, questions in a DM. So question number one, what specific things did you do in Russian that are different from English language game, if any? Could be something very detailed or general. It might not be useful, useful for non-Russian speakers, but would be useful for me. Honestly, super short, super simple. I did not change anything. It's this game is the same in every language. I have gamed in Latvian. I have gamed in English. I have gamed in... Uh, Russian. I have gamed very little in German. I have gamed very, very little in super basic Spanish. I'm actually learning Spanish right now because in the autumn I'm going back to, well, I'm going to Spain in October, but then I'm going back to Central and South America in the over the winter. And I, I do want to be able to game there in Spanish. So that's why I'm actually learning Spanish. But the game is the same in every language. That being said, me understanding Russian is a big, a big pro for me here because sometimes they understand English, but they can't talk. And when I'm doing demos, I don't really want to switch to Russian unless it's really necessary because I want the students to be understand to, to, to be able to understand what I'm doing. And what I'll often do, I'll say, oh, you can respond in Russian. I actually understand Russian. And I'll speak in English, they'll speak in Russian. So, yes, that works really, really well. And sometimes they're really open up when I start speaking Russian to them. Uh, well, is it that important to know the language? As you can see, Mr. E who I coach for five days, has just as many day game lays here as I do. He doesn't speak almost a single word. He can order a coffee. I, I heard him order a coffee in, in Ukrainian on an iDate. So uh, it, it doesn't seem it's, it's that important. So don't worry about that. Okay, next question. In cases where this may have been an issue, what did you do to make yourself more relatable and down to earth since it's an economically poor country from your descriptions? This is this is a very 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 good question. I was surprised to see this question. The guy who well the guy who asked this is a, the same guy who asked about the Russians. So both of those questions are good. But this is this is a question of someone who is really deep thinking at a high level. Uh, when it comes and 
relatability is an important thing. And I've actually seen, I've noticed that in places like Ukraine and Serbia, if you tell your stories and they're too good, it kind of fucks up the interaction because you're too cool of a dude for the country. Um, so don't brag about anything. Even humble bragging, which is okay in other cases, is not really okay here. I, I totally suggest against it. Don't try to prove you are an interesting guy. Don't do it. I was doing that here a lot. I've been doing that in other countries. I, re I recently understood it because I have these amazing stories. I'm this traveling dude who lives from place to place, does all these crazy things. Of course, it's really amazing for a chick to hang out with a dude like this. Uh, but I realized it's a big, big mistake. Don't try to prove you're an interesting guy. Instead, trying to understand whether they are interesting. This is super important. So no bragging. Uh, show you're a simple guy. Don't talk about, like, however good your life is. Like, don't, don't brag. Don't talk about it too much. Talk about the simpler things in your life. Don't talk about money too much. Uh, at least not before delay. Um, another question is how to keep up a good vibe and this is this is a great question this is from rb uh, rb is the crazy guy who's doing not five but ten days of coaching he was the first game first guy in the history who said hey i want to do 10 days let's do it and we spread out these 10 days over one and a half months so he gets as much work done with me while doing a lot of work on his own at the same time um and and he said that he wasn't a really good vibe and got an IOI from a chick and he was in such a good vibe he didn't even stand up he just called the chick over she came over uh, he did all the set and, and was in such a good vibe that he even got a few more numbers the day which which is quite good for him and quite good for this place in general so how to keep up a good vibe is in places like this you can spiral down a lot it's super easy to spiral down you get so many blowouts you get so many negative reactions and, and think about it if you are one of the best day gamers in the world let's say your late open ratio is uh, 1 to 30 that is that means you're one of the best guys in the world 1 out of 30 means 97% uh, failure rate and, and that is crazy 97% of the time you'll fail if you're just starting out you'll be failing 99% of the time that's one of 100 or maybe even 99.5% of the time and that will get you down especially in a place like this uh, so my number one tip is do more than that than just day game meet friends when not day gaming explore the city do other stuff uh, for example I went doing some uh, wakeboarding as you can see from from my palms there they're fucking destroyed they're okay now but they were like completely bleeding uh, I go out with, uh, I, yeah, I went out wakeboarding, go out with other day gamers when, when you're not doing your sets, go out for a beer, go out for a lunch, talk to other people. Uh, if you have regulars, spend time with them outside bedroom. Actually spend time with them. I, I go to parks with them, I go to shisha bars with them, and then I go to restaurants. I just, I just enjoy spending time with them. There's a lot to do in every city. Explore that stuff with your girls. It's really beautiful. So guys, here we have Arby, with, who arrived in uh, Ukraine a few weeks ago. So Arby, what was your first impression when you arrived in Ukraine for day game? Uh, it was super intimidating. It was a whole different animal. I've never actually been in any country as part of the former Soviet Union, so it was kind of a... Not so much culture shock, but just some things that were a little surprising. For and example? Then, oh man, like... Some of the elevators in here, you think you might just die in because they're so fucking old. You, you see some some old ass cars, some rundown buildings. It's it's kind of cool though. It's got its own unique vibe to it. 
So we met and we went day gaming. We started coaching. We've done five days so far. So yeah. what was the impression? How was the day gaming here like? Uh, day one, it was a shit ton of suffering. A shit ton of suffering. A lot of blowouts. A lot of just simple dumb mistakes. A lot of uh, just a lot, a lot of failure. And then uh, it just kind of progressed. I think uh, day two got way better. Day three was probably my best. Maybe day four. And then day five, I got, what would you call it? A mental breakdown. A mental breakdown. I think it was, uh, uh, I just, yeah, I just kind of shut down after what, like seven blowouts or something like that. And on the second half, and that was, uh, it was exciting. So what have your dates been like? They just, they've been good. I mean, slow. It's a lot slower than what I'm used to. It's a lot more of this getting to know each other type of stuff, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Tell tell us about the magical date. Um, it's I'm gonna be honest, right? It was definitely underwhelming. 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 Yeah. Underwhelming. Just, what do you mean? I think it was just like I was expecting it to be like super exciting or something like that. Hey, you know, first day game play, it's definitely possible. Da da da. But then in the back of my head, I was thinking like, man, you know, I was I was really hoping for these other leads that I had or in the past or maybe like something hotter, maybe. I mean, this girl was still cute. I got nothing to really complain about. I don't know. So I, you're buying a chick from day game and you're complaining. <laughs> you're a fucking piece of shit. I'm not going to coach you anymore. <laughs> Fuck off. No money back. No money back. No more coaching for you. Nah, man. She was, look, she was cute. She's a fucking sweetheart. She's... By all, by, all, by all accounts, she's probably going to be a regular for quite some time. She's shown me around so many places. And, uh, I mean, fuck for a Ukrainian girl paying for your food and shit like that. And maybe even drinks. I should, I, I'm, I'm still pretty happy. I'm happy. I'm excited. Maybe, uh, we'll see. We'll so how did, you, it wasn't the first date late. What happened? Can you go through it shortly? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we, we, we met up for coffee. She showed up early, which is very untypical. Good for, sign. Uh, it was, seemed as basic as it can be. I, I wasn't even expecting her to want to stick around. But she kept like, hey, let's try this place. Let's try this place. And we, she was trying to show me like some art museum or something like that. And it was closed. And then she went to the historical museum and that was closed. And she's like, well, there's this really nice place I could show you. I'm like, fuck it. Let's see it. Right. I'm over here waiting for Mr. T to hang out with or something like that. Take some pictures. And I'm like, ah, well, he's not texting me. Let's just see where this goes. We meet and we go to the second venue get to know each other even more, talk even more. And at some point I just recognized like this chick's not leaving. So I might as well just start grabbing her and taking her towards my place. And then as soon as we get outside, it's like, uh, she's just, like trying to hold my hand or something like that. And so it's like, I'm, I'm not even working anymore. I'm just, le I'm just kind of letting it happen. You right? built the connection, you did the work and then they like you. I guess, I guess. Um, we get to my place didn't escalate immediately, but, you know, just as soon as the conversation died and she's staring at me, I'm staring at her, I shoot my shot, she's going to pull back, shoot my shot again, she eventually, eventually gives me the whole, like, yo, we're not having sex, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, let's go upstairs. Then <laughs> <laughs> I take her upstairs, and then, uh, what else happened? I try to escalate a little more, a couple more times, eventually, she, uh, 
she got she made it pretty clear that she wasn't gonna put out that day so that, that's fine yeah a bit over, over over pulling a little bit there maybe yeah over pulling a little bit there and then uh she texts me the next day it's like hey uh let's let's get something before i have to work and i'm like fine yeah let's do it why not i got no places to be we go she pays for the whole thing I just let her pick the look. At this point, I was like convinced, like you just gotta wait it out, and this thing's gonna happen, right? And definitely yeah, gonna happen. Definitely, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Walk her back to her work, and she during the day she even hinted at maybe coming over to my place. I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, and then the next day she just texted me, hey, I want to come over. I'm like, yeah. And then the rest is history. Right? Congrats! Congrats! So. To to kind of summarize uh, all this thing uh, in in a in a big question: Is it easy to get laid here? Well, no, it's it's very hard to get laid. Uh, students were struggling a lot in the beginning. It took quite a while to teach them how to fix those things and get the results. If you're not getting laid in your city or in places like Czech Republics or Poland or other places in 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 Eastern Europe, then Coming here and expecting to get laid is not a game. It's not. It's not a great idea. Now, that being said, it's it's a great place for day game. Once you are actually good at day game, uh, I I wouldn't. I would actually say it's even more traditional than Serbia. But uh, then again, if you don't want to come solo, uh, but you want to do coaching, then this is a great location for coaching for one reason. Well, okay, for many reasons. One, like the quality here is incredible. Like. Uh, Girls are really hot. Um, dates are cheap. There's lots of tons of other stuff to do. Uh, but if you, unless you have really good game, you're you're just gonna be you're gonna get destroyed here. But why is it good for coaching? Well, very simple. When you learn day game in a place like Czech Republic or Poland or many other easier places, it's basically like shooting fish in a barrel. You need to learn day game basics, and you'll get, you'll be getting results. Like I can I can teach most guys the stuff in three to five days, and and they'll be getting results. Mostly even in three days in those cities. Whereas when you come here, you actually need to become pretty good. You need to learn a lot. So it's harder to learn when you actually need to learn good game to get results here. So what does it mean? It means if you're learning here and getting results here, afterwards you can go pretty much wherever the hell you want and you'll be getting results. Uh, every, every other city will seem easier. That's why I prefer coaching in cities like this. Uh, for me, coaching in places in other places in Eastern Europe, which are more modernized, westernized, which are part of the European Union, for me, it's pretty boring. And yeah, I actually suggest learning in places like this just because it's a bit harder. And that, that's uh, um, so. What else? Uh, I, I think mostly that's it. Uh, as I told in the beginning, guys, I'm I will be back in Ukraine in September, and I will have three coaching spots. Uh, and if you are thinking about getting coaching this, uh, getting coaching with me, then first of all, uh, these three spots are probably the last English-speaking coaching spots this year because I will go to Spain, and there, well, I, I hope to to coach someone Spanish-speaking. Of course, you can take in there in English just as in any any other place because you will find people that speak English. It's not it's not a problem at all. Uh, so one thing is these are like. September and October are the last months to get coaching from me this summer, uh, this year, because after that I'm leaving to Central and South America for all of winter. I'll be back only next spring. Uh, but the thing is, this summer I, I've worked with some not 
interesting YouTubers and, and other interesting day gamers. And uh, because of that, I've just become much more popular and I'm really being booked several months in ahead. I don't think it's going to be any different la next summer. So if you're thinking about doing it this year or next year, I highly suggest doing it this year because next year simply I'll probably be also be booked. And because of that, I'll probably have to raise my prices just because if I'm sold out months in ahead, there's, there's literally no reason for me to not, not to do that. So if you want to do something this uh, September or October, then shoot me an email to robert at strobert.blog. That is robert at strobert.blog. And I'll send you options about the cities, about the pricing, about the possible dates and everything else. If you have any other questions you want to ask, ask them in a day game church telegram group chat, which is available through my website. And as always, if you're watching this on YouTube, give this a thumbs up, uh, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, as always, go leave a five-star review. Tell, tell what you think about this podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, just, I don't know, follow this podcast, whatever. You know the drill. Fuck it. Uh, go out day game. Ciao.